Hello, lovely people! Welcome to another hey. episode of the Mind of the Mata. It is a pleasure to see you. Um, it's Monday. It's just past six uh, PST, and we are ready to party. Uh, we are down to Sean today, unfortunately, um, but he's doing well. And he, he is. Uh, I don't remember what he's doing. Does anyone remember? Working. I believe he's working. Work. I think he was working. Yeah. He might just be an essential worker. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. You know, just casually, you know, saving the world during a pandemic. Yeah, you know, you know. it's like yeah. the usual. Really though, priorities, priorities. <laughs> just you could be at you could be at home playing TTRPGs, but no, you have to go and oh. help people. Oh lord, yes, we are down with Sean, but um, we are hoping that he is doing well. We'll be catching up with him afterwards. But uh, yeah, we're going to be jumping into uh, the session here. Uh, we do have two uh, sets of sponsors uh, that are helping us out. The wonderful folks at So Nerdware. Um, they have a whole bunch of gear for your TTRPG needs. Uh, they've recently just had a restock of dice. Um, they have some wonderful uh, t-shirts and other kinds of clothing, and they still have their uh, range up that they are doing with Burrito. Uh, which all of the uh, funding goes towards uh, black creators, black streamers, uh, black artists, etc. Um, so if you want, are uh, in the market for any particular, I don't know, maybe a new D&D uh, shirt or something like that, go ahead and check out Sir Nerdware. Uh, go ahead and throw in the code FRIENDS for 10% off. Ty. Hi, I'm Ty. Uh, my vision for DM appointment is one day to make it uh, a one-stop shop for everything D&D related, from dice to dice towers to, you know, uh, tunics to wear at the table, some wonderful drinking steins to drink out of. I'm sure you've seen me make all of the same motions. I didn't practice this at all, I promise. But if you use the code to friends, you get 10% off of everything on the store, and 10% goes to building up this wonderful, beautiful channel with all these wonderful, beautiful people, so that way they can continue to think of new and wonderful things to do and bring uh, to the table. So uh, if you want to bring um, some more to the table, stop by... Uh, DM Emporium, and then, uh, you know, help them bring more to the, the table as well. So we'll see you there. <laughs> I'm That's advocating for you to, to carry glaives as part of the store. Glaives. And then I will buy a glaive and I will bring it in a... Oh, what about I don't know. Like a cute sticker idea. Oh, like no. a teeny tiny little thing. That's awesome. <laughs> like a little glaive letter opener. Oh, yeah. It's... Glaive. Glaive letter. Oh, or Isn't a that and the handle is the glave. Oh, yeah. So like, get working on that. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, free ideas. It's yeah, free no, it's, it's, we're give, it's gold. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. gold, we're giving you gold. Gold, uh, yeah, you're gold! Then... <laughs> <laughs> free gold. Yeah, and uh, check out our wonderful friends at So Nerdware. Go ahead and throw in friends for 10% uh, off on their website. Uh, T-shirts, dice, and Everything nice. Uh, so nerdware. That's what the nerds wear. Uh, yeah. Um, unless anyone wants to go ahead and say anything real quick, we can dive straight in. Uh, is that a yes? Or is I was gonna say that's a that's just a, a strange dance. <laughs> it's like the shepherd Ready. finger guns. All right. He's playing a gonna piano try one something. At a time. Yeah, just one one key. I've, I've done that. It's a pain. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like, I just... 
too fast, too fast, too fast, too fast. No. Okay, I've lost it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like those people that just walk up and play chopsticks. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just play chopsticks and then go, oh, look, I'm a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, never said that. Never said that. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to try something a little different for the recap today. I'm so excited. So, the temperature is as it always is in the plane of fire. The hustle and bustle of the noble section of the city itself is pretty evident as people begin to make their way towards their workplaces, dressed in their fancy outfits, along with uh, perhaps some family members or colleagues. The rounds begin as individuals begin to come up and leave these strange, pliable stone sections towards the front of every house they go past. There is an audible crack of metal wood as doors begin to open from various different residences. There's a few steps, light, dainty, that immediately stop as a fire genasi looks down towards the collection that has been left at her doorstep. Picking it upwards, we see two main headlines. The first headline. <laughs> that was quick. Everybody's clocked on. <laughs> I was wondering why Jen was laughing. <laughs> Once it was like delivered outside of all the doors, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was trying so hard, I was like, Jen knows, Jen knows, I should know. <laughs> like, ah, ah, wait a minute. <laughs> oh no. Oh, this is terrible. Okay, go on. So, <laughs> the first, uh, <clears throat> the first headline is the cheering and celebration of the champions of the arena. A group coming out of nowhere with no current uh, definitive name to put towards them. Coming in and slaying the Slazoa, a giant aggressive creature as it was painted to be that has taken out many a group of adventurers hunters and bounty chasers a grueling match perhaps but still they stood victorious the piece begins to carry onwards <laughs> discussing uh what is next for both the company and the uh <clears throat> the actual uh, arena itself what new monsters or possibly new events may come into uh, the fire plane over the next few weeks. The second headline is not quite as chipper. The fire genasi individual begins to tense her hands 
around what she's reading. As the headline reads, SR family shamed after public stunt. The paper itself begins to go into the aftermath of this particular event. The fact that after this victory, their heroes, or some of them at least, decided to walk out of the bath area naked, strolling confidently and with purpose throughout the front of the arena, reaching the other room to pick up their reward and walking back within full view of the public currently leaving the spectacle. <clears throat> there is a lot of discussion throughout this uh, paper on what this means for the family name and the family's reputation. <clears throat> Specifically pointing towards the political and social ramifications of such an act. There are a few instances of people actually giving opinions for this particular piece throughout the uh, paper itself. <clears throat> Some saying that this is abhorrent, that this never should have happened, that this is an affront to both the family name and to the politics of the fireplane in general. Some are a little bit more progressive and say that a family name should not be attached to the entire family, but only to the individual who did the acts. And there's one random comment in the back that said that the snake guy's ass was really nice. <laughs> Almost spat it out! Almost spat my drink out! <laughs> <laughs> They've got taste. They've clearly got taste. What you about know? my ass? You know, this is not, no, it is biased. This is fake I mean, news. Yours is not fake news. bad, but like, but like. Are you going to continue that sentence? Like mine is like first place and yours is like a really close second. Hmm. Okay. I mean, at least they didn't comment on other bits. I'm a little disappointed, actually, about that. I mean, I feel like there's a lot that they could have commented on. <laughs> it's just a narrow point of view, you know. Anyway, we don't even see this thing, do we? <laughs> there is another minor article in the back about some chaos that was caused in one of the one of the rougher parts of town. A few individuals spotting someone being supposedly harassed but none of the crowd actually acting on it um it doesn't appear that there's actually any reports of who perpetrated this harassment everyone who has been interviewed seemingly has nothing to say strangely enough it is suggested that these particular perpetrators were perhaps on their way to the local library however when asked Witnesses gave no descriptions, citing both a respect and a fear of the individuals who perpetrated 
situation. And as we zone back in, and the camera pans over, our group was reunited at the uh, one of the libraries currently in the fire plane, studying up on whatever information they can get about their current scenario and their current situation. As Orin is beginning to try his very best to find a way to fix the situation between the third sister and the rest of her siblings. Orin did find out, most importantly, that when a new member of the Council of the Fire Plane is brought in, there must be a vote by the rest of the members of the Council in order to remain, for that person to remain in the Council. This has not been done. And this loophole may be the way that our party wins. Or perhaps another method will bring it up. Perhaps another method will reveal itself. We shall see. So, when we zoom back in, <laughs> everybody's hanging out in the library, like the cool kids do. Uh, <laughs> I was also stealing a children's book. Yep. You yes. were indeed. With Athenos's help. Just in case, you know, that is plot relevant, like I'm going to bring more shame to the family name or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I love it so much <laughs> I can't I'm dead so <laughs> you have spent as a group probably a few hours uh, going through whatever you can find um you learn some more information about the, the history of the fire plane in general, uh, the specific history of uh, Jaheth Bal, uh, as well as uh, a few previous council members um, that have been kicked out or have been replaced for various different reasons. Um, you would also have picked up the names of the current members of the council as well as um, essentially uh, a few of the recent laws that have been passed slash legislations slash, you know, various legal writings. <laughs> uh, if there's anything else specific in the library that you are looking for out of the realms of your quest, now's the time to mention it. Just very specifically, and I realize this is very unlikely, but I wanted to check, do any of the council names that I read cross-check with either the list of people who came after my ass that was in Aridin's book, or the tokens on Tan's thingy thingy that he gave me? Just checking. Okay. No, no, no. It's good to check. Uh, no and no. Okay. That's it. But, you know, know. It's always good to check. That's it for me. Is it a All long right. list of the, on, on the council? There are seven members of the council. Seven. Sispy technically is now one of them. Mm -hmm. So Sispy takes uh, one spot. So there are six other members of the council. Mm -hmm. 
And they are? Uh, they are Tausfell, Mardalvrek, uh, Oren the Charred Fist, uh, Zerosek, Nurathen the Underflame, and Keala Berat. The Charred Fist. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the second Orin last name? Charred Fist. <laughs> <laughs> the second the last name. Um, the second to last name is uh, Nurthen the Underflame. You and these fantasy names, I swear yes. to God, my dyslexic butt can't spell any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I have Taspel Melodivic Boren. I can put it in the Zoom chat. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yes, please. I'll that is you absolutely said. fine. Yeah, I'm not going to make you. I'll take a <laughs> picture. Sure try and spell them out. It's advantage I... for every single one you're spelling correctly. <laughs> oh. I'll use my disadvantage for spelling. You <laughs> need disadvantage on spelling. They're all spelled wrong. Welcome to the Mind of the Martyr Spelling Bee Edition. V? It's time to spell. Me. I don't know. <laughs> Just, just like that, everyone who didn't like uh, English language or in uh, in school has just chewed out. <laughs> nope, not having a spelling bee. Nope, not having it. So did we get a chance to speak in the group in the library, or had we just headed over there? Yeah, had we just yes. arrived? Yeah, I think I you think guys we just... We haven't talked yet. Right. I don't know if we told you about Ord Girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ended just as Ishtin was stealing the book. Yeah, and then walking over in a direction. Yeah, so they were already uh, in the library as you two walked in after your business. Right. Um, and I know that um, Athenos just put my book in one of the bags. Um, all right. Uh, hello, everybody. I hope you had a good time in the library. Mm -hmm. We have some information to share at some point. And um, maybe you do too, I don't know. Yeah, what did you guys learn? Um, You have to be voted in uh, on the council. You can't just uh, be and take over somebody's spot. So that's interesting. Uh, so that may help us uh, sway, I don't know, at, at least some kind of favor with with Sisby, like hey, hey maybe i mean they all fucking hate you anyway It'll just come back and with your family i don't know is there anybody around the library who might be listening to us <laughs> the library is surprisingly empty other than the one grumpy fire genasi librarian who appears to be at the desk uh oh, loathing his existence <laughs> <laughs> like you do um, another thing that we found out is, um, after there was, uh, the change in leadership, um, there was supposed to be an expedition, um, to investigate the tree. It was cancelled and that, that money was relocated to prepare for changes to come. Ain't... That's, that's how they label it, changes to come? Mm hmm yeah, I thought it sounded a bit ominous as well. I don't yeah. even understand investigate the tree. What do they mean? I think they what mean you? tree that <coughs> kind of like is the sky. 
when it when she appeared here, uh, I think the the tree manifested itself uh, pretty much out of nowhere. So it, uh, I guess, there was a long time uh, that they were thinking of figuring out where the hell it came from and and why. Uh, and now, of course, the order is fuck that. It, it's hmm. just strange to me because it has been here for a very long time. That's so, true. you know, you would think that they would investigate it sooner? Oh, no, because something happened. Um, the tree did something, and they were investigating to see what happened. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, are there any other trees here? Are there any other trees here? As in trees like that or just any so just like general. any trees trees yeah there's there's bits and pieces of plant life um obviously very specific to the fire plane um but the fire plane does have flora and fauna yes. um there are certain was... sections sorry <laughs> no no it's okay i was gonna make a silly joke keep going oh no you can go ahead oh no they grow very good avocado here in the fire plane there are lots of trees. Avocado is the earth plane because it just tastes like dirt. No, no, because it is special. And then, first of all, you are wrong in avocados. <laughs> but second of all, you don't have to put any spice in your guacamole because it is already hot. It's just tree <laughs> hot. Avocado, it is a miracle. It is wonderful on this plane. So, you know, if you have not had fire plane avocado, you have never had avocado. That's all I'm saying. Aren't you glad you paused so that I could say that? <laughs> See, I just hey, imagine I like, for some reason, I did now just imagine these, uh, these huge like, uh, like palm fronds coming out of the ground. You go ahead and tip it, and it's just hot sauce. Oh. <laughs> just hot sauce. Just nice. I love it. I yeah, love it. Hot sauce, salsa, Taco Tuesday, whatever. the fire plane. Time froze on Taco <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> I love the Cholula plant. <laughs> yes. I'm dying. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> These are the yes. conversations. Oh, beautiful. Yes, Jotra, there are trees. Okay. Here, um, other than that one. What was it that the, the tree did? Like, the, there was something when, um, just be like something strange that. Can I go out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like one out. Yeah, there was like firepower, and then there wasn't, and then it was back again. Something like that. Yeah. So essentially, the when Sispy arrived originally on the fire plane, she went ahead and rooted herself, and essentially that then became the tree whose canopy covers the entirety of the fire plane. When this particular event happened the tree went out entirely and then suddenly came back on. So they wanted to know, you know, why their source of light disappeared for a while. Mm -hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah. But then it came back on, so why bother? You know, that's not a problem anymore. I mean, to prevent it from happening again? Or... Oh, yes, I was being sarcastic. Does, and does oh. that coincide with what I know um, of, like, uh, Saya, like, was that the uh, the same time that like the the fissure happened in Saya's trunk? Uh, 
I mean, there's no, like, guaranteed dates written down anywhere, but you can probably assume that something must have happened in order to create that fissure. I mean, if that's right. the conclusion you want to make, yeah. you can. Because I know that that happened shortly before I joined, so, like, just, like, 10, 12 years mm -hmm. ago. So, like, about that time is... Also have to bear in mind that time in the planes passes that's true. differently to time outside of the planes. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> so how does this help us? What happens if, if we leaves with this? What happens? Imagine nothing. It existed before this became here, right? So it can I exist so. after. I imagine they'll see the sky again. I don't know. To be frank, I don't particularly care. We have to get her to go, regardless of what it will do here. Well, we are being spied upon. You already knew that. <gasps> we are being spied upon by a young person with an orb. Oh, well, they're more of a device. Like, so it seems like an elf, a very rich elf, apparently, is um, paying this other person to spy on us. I shut their focus. I don't I don't know how it works. I think they have to find another one or something like that. So they're not a problem anymore. But um, the person this... who paid them in the first place probably is. Um, their description of them, uh, the person of Spinal was named Kyla, by the way, um, um, was that they're very, very rich. So I don't think they're ever going to have a short shortage of people who can watch us. So that's just a thing we should keep an eye out for. Do you, wonder, do you wonder if it's A? Most likely. But even then, I don't know because... I don't think A would show themselves to someone like that. They were very mm. sloppy. Um, mm. So it, the person they're describing could just be another person that A is using. I have no clue how many levels is involved in this thing. All so I know is that the top is A and somewhere in between that is a very rich elf. Okay. Maybe I can try to find a spell that could protect us all from being spied on. Some if that's something we're interested in. Might be some items that we could do as well without having to spend. Would uh, Jojo have heard of any of like a... Uh, roll my contract. Could I also... Sure thing. Plus eight, he makes that 21. I did not okay. roll that good. Uh, 14. Okay. So, Jotra, you are aware that there are non-detection uh, spells as well as items that can block uh, certain magical effects. Um... 
you are also aware that they can be bypassed, but it takes a lot of effort to be bypassed. Um, so someone would really have to be interested, powerful, or very wealthy in order to try it. But there are indeed uh, enchantments that <clears throat> will go ahead and uh, make sure that you can't be detected by things like Skrank. Wanted to maybe pick some of those up that might be something that, that could work for us. Worth looking into, I think. I'm not against it. I prefer it when people didn't watch me naked without me knowing at least. I don't know. I would like I a mean, heads up. At a you did least. just walk out for an entire crowd to watch And me I naked. did that I at my own choice. I mean, oh, that's a good point. Oh, you could really sky on people at times when you would not want to. Yeah. Oh, that could be bad. Isn't your patron watching you all the time? Oh. Again, <laughs> it was not really a great... I did not have much of a choice. Maybe we can help with that, too. Um, <laughs> Let's just keep on the mission for now. Okay. Hey, also, if they are going to be so obvious about it, why don't they just talk to us? Like, hello, we know you're there. You know we are there. You know, we're not, the secret is out. Just come and talk to us. Well, if you mean A, themselves, because people want him dead, them dead. I don't know, um, probably shouldn't assume. Um, Why so, leave cryptic messages though? Like- I think that's the power thing. He, I why? Think was... If it's mind games. Yes, I see. It is like Make themselves appear more powerful than they truly are. Mm-hmm. Well, we have one more day before we speak to Sisby, yes? Mm. Anything else to do? Always go back to the arena. No, <laughs> no I... I'll be up for that. Is that not a big prize? <laughs> Probably not for a few days. They will get sick of us. Uh, yeah. Sick of it. You have to take your fame and just spread it out. Just dabble it here, dribble it here, just a little bit. Ooh, use it wisely. I just go all out wherever I go. Go big or go home. Uh, yes, you do. Yes, you really do. Home is nice and comfortable. Just get out there. Uh, uh, so, I'd like to go see if I can get some of this amazing metal and, and things that are at the market. Uh, we've got this sudden windfall um, of anybody else. I, I'll, I'll join you unless you're looking to go alone. Not at all. Didn't think so, but you know, I had to ask anyway. Actually, can you guys give me a quick sec? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over there and check out some books. I'm just gonna stand up and walk away. <laughs> You're just okay. gonna turn to Ishtin. What's he actually doing? I don't know. <laughs> I was just about to ask the same question. <laughs> it wasn't very discreet. <laughs> Reading? I guess. Okay. Oh. Let us watch him and see if we can. <laughs> I'm going out of sight. Um, <laughs> I'm going like behind bookshelves or anything like that to so just get. Uh, I'm not really trying to hide from them. I'm just trying to get out of sight of, in general. Um, yeah. 
You so, feel a cat brush up against your legs. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she walks Fine, back. I guess. <laughs> and you hear this <laughs> as the hummingbird just peeks around the sun. Okay, or you just ruin it. Fine. <laughs> This is what happens when you have a party with four. You created too much intrigue. You should have just walked away. Because <laughs> we know Athanos doesn't read. What do you mean? Athanos yeah. reads. He has an autobiography. Perhaps, perhaps we should give him his privacy, everybody. Perhaps. No, it's important. fine. You're here Call anyway. back your minions. Yes. Let, his, let, him, let him have some privacy. Okay. Oren, you hear a little quiet? And Ashtalora jumps on your shoulder. This is where I'm really glad that we don't have like a necromancer in the party because I just had the image of like the skeleton and then a skeleton on top and then a skeleton <laughs> on top and just poking around <laughs> with a hummingbird and a cat. <laughs> I will get the information out of him later. Okay. 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 Was there anything else you needed uh, to do or an Ishtin before tomorrow? Waiting for Athenos. I, I think I just need to figure out what the hell I'm going to say. Holy, I don't know. Is there an equivalent of like a uh, self-help section, like you know, make friends, influence people, sort of thing? <laughs> I feel like Jotra definitely would have picked up a book from there, and at this point, he would like to hand it to Orin. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that there's like, <clears throat> I imagine that there's a small section of uh, ki those kind of books, and I mean very, very small. Um, there's even a joke one that's like right at the end uh, that has like really uh, blackened pages. Uh, open it up and it just says, uh, <clears throat> the title is How to Deal with Bad Situations, and inside it just says, Burn them. That's it. That's all it says. <laughs> Burn them! But, uh, yeah, there's there's a few of those books that have survived. Not many, but uh, there's a few. So I come back after at this point. So are you ready to go? Wait, 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 wait. Are you not narrating <laughs> at all what you did? No, I will. I will. Because I want to hear what's happening behind these no, stacks. It's no, not my right. fault they sent spies. I didn't no, spend, I send spies. <laughs> You'll find out. Yeah, we just need a ring to go. <laughs> Aiden gives a side eye. I am if everyone else is. Yeah, I think we've learned all we can, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, before we go, does anyone want to steal a book? Anyone? I mean, Jojo. our soup has already done that. Okay, cool. Jojo seriously is thinking. He goes through and he starts grabbing some of the design books and everything. And he comes back with like a stack of like eight. Then he puts it back and he comes back with like one. <laughs> Take as many as you want. Just be sure to know that you might not be welcome in the library again afterwards. Puts the book back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, let's get out of here before we... Sticky fingers take any other things. Let's go. I'm gonna take the most 
is there any like expensive looking book? Anything that just looks like I could sell it for a good amount. Uh, <laughs> roll the investigation check. We literally just made so much money. <laughs> Listen, Paris is gonna pirate, okay? <laughs> Can't argue uh, with that logic. Investigation. Oh, it's not that high. 14. There is a small section of books that are kept uh, right next to the curator, so to speak, that are kept in glass containers. Perfect. Uh, <clears throat> there are five uh, all in separate containers. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, curator seems to be eh, kind of half paying attention, half not. Okay, so as we're walking towards the exit, you suddenly hear a blood-curdling scream right at the back of the um, library, and then a bit, whole bookshelf just falls over. <laughs> as I, when I left, I cast Summon Shadow Spirit and left my <laughs> the Shadow Spirit there to act as a distraction. <laughs> so you hear a blood-curdling scream and I just... A, I guess a, just a whole bunch of just collapse. Okay. I look back at it. I look at Athenos. And I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Aridin's walking, hears that, stops walking, looks at the camera on the office, <laughs> and keeps walking. Just a. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shite. Oh, hold on. Do I get, <laughs> does it get the curator's attention at all? Yes, Which it definitely does. Which was going to run over and start, I think somebody's trapped out of the bookcase! And he's going to try to pick it up with the help of uh, Paul's over Pavsar, and then he's going to try to help pick up the bookcase. I right, everyone else, just keep be... going. Keep going. Don't <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah, the curator walks over. Kind of looks down. Looks up. Kind of shrugs a little bit, goes ahead and pulls this small set of uh, spectacles out, puts them across uh, his eyes, then goes ahead and uh, like flicks a pen. And as the pen, uh, as the quill flicks, it turns into a staff. He begins to just slowly lift this bookcase back up and kind of like methodically book by book, put them back on the shelf up the top. Okay. While this is happening, I'm gonna to go to those books in those glass cases. Um, okay. I'm gonna try and see them. Are they locked? Is a lock? Does it look like a magical lock? Uh, they are locked. One? They are definitely locked. Yeah. Um, you don't see any runes or markings. Looks like just a basic padlock. Hmm. Okay. I am going to. Hmm. Should I just smash it? <laughs> I don't have anything in particular I can use to pick it. I'm just gonna smash it. Okay. They are in six separate, uh, they are in five separate containers, sorry. So roll a d6 Ooh, to see okay. which one you get. And you can smash one and bolt. 
Three. Three. Okay. So slap back in the middle. You just go ahead and just. Use the bottom of my gun. Shatters pretty easily. It. Snatch yeah. it as run. <laughs> I right. even like wait for everyone else. I just run. Display cases are so expensive. <laughs> right. You go ahead and make yourself uh, uh, <laughs> make like a banana and split out of the library. Um, no real response. Uh, looks like the uh, individual is just going ahead and <coughs> reconstructing this bookcase. Um, you can go ahead and head out. Um, the town is still relatively bustling. Um, <clears throat> one of those kind of city that never sleeps kinds of scenarios. Um, it is fire o'clock. Yeah, it is fire o'clock. It's way it's too early to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Way too early. <laughs> uh, all right. It is up to you whether there's anything specific uh, you would like to do, or for brevity, I can do kind of a, a time skip. I'm good. Let's, let's do shopping, shopping later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no worries. So you go ahead and uh, essentially waste the day. Um, I've passed him, but yep. <laughs> you essentially waste the day uh, looking around the uh, super city of uh, Jahed Bal, um, gathering whatever information you can from the locals. Uh, you probably dipped into the tavern for a while. Uh, that's a terrible joke. I love it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wake me up when the ember ends. (laughs) No. Oh, gosh. I love it. (laughs) Hey, I love puns, okay? I'm really simple when it comes to, uh, when it comes to comedy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you probably duck into a, a tavern for a little while, go ahead and kind of exchange small talk. There's probably discussions that happen between you. But eventually you kind of kill enough time and begin to head back to the in-laws. Um, as you head back, you've noticed wandering around, more and more eyes appear to flicker towards you and then flicker away. You're beginning to kind of attract attention a little bit here, there and everywhere. and. You kind of pass it off as, at first. It's just, oh, you know, we're not fireplane uh, people. It makes sense. I don't. People haven't seen us around. I don't. Hmm. But it's when you hit the noble districts that it becomes very noticeable. Because they have no shame. They will happily go ahead and look down their nose as you step through. And then kind of... A few of them tut, a few of them shake their heads. Oh, good day. Good day to you. Yes, happy day to you too. I like your robe. It is very nice. Nice shade of blue. Maybe work on the rest of your outfit. He just does not care. As far as people stare at him anyway, all the stares seem the same to him. It doesn't matter. So. So he's not really noticing. He's he honestly thinks like it's, everything's normal. Yeah, that's fair. You eventually reach the uh, South residence. Uh, you go ahead and there's a quick knock on the door. It takes a few moments before a familiar uh, individual, uh, uh, it's him, uh, goes ahead and answers. 
and immediately kind of freezes in her tracks for a moment. What, you weren't expecting us to come home? I was expecting you to come home. I wasn't expecting you to... <sighs> Never mind. Weapons and shoes at the door. All right, but here's the thing. I am not waiting till you ring a bell. So I will leave my weapon and my shoe, but I am not waiting in this little entryway anymore. I will walk in when I have taken them off. You see her body tense up and you hear the slight grinding of teeth. And I raise an eyebrow and look back. And she just opens the door a little bit more and walks away. Should have done that a long time ago. Gotta start taking off the long process of taking off my briefs. <laughs> Tying the shoelaces. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Speedy shoelaces. Yeah, I just put my two guns one of them is not operational yet but it will be one day hopefully i just need to stare at jojo <laughs> um yeah i put them away the sword and the short sword as well and just walk in mm -hmm. all right yep. same as before leaving your stuff at the door you go ahead and step inside completely flawless as ever it's as if this place has never even seen a visitor um, <clears throat> there's a, a slight muffled conversation that you can hear from upstairs, quiet and calm, <clears throat> almost eerily so, before you hear a few footsteps uh, coming down, and uh, you see Ishtun's father-in-law, Ignomus, Stepping down, um, far, far, far better dress than you saw him the first time. Um, super, super, super uh, made himself up. Um, <clears throat> beautiful, kind of, uh, almost a robe mixed with a suit. It's kind of very long flowing, but it's also very kind of tight and fitting and formal. Um, Lots of pretty uh, <clears throat> embroidery mixed with very nice uh, coloring. As he steps down, he nods to each of you. I assume you have returned for my news. I have good and bad. I mean, I'm up for hearing the good first. You have your audience with the council. With the whole council or with Sispi specifically? This is the bad news. Sispi will not be in attendance as such. I <clears throat> arranged a meeting with the rest of the council. You told us last, last time I saw you that in two days we would be meeting with her. There has been a complication. What is it? His 
shoulders kind of rise instinctively as his that kind of an uh, instinctive defensive rise where your chest comes up just slightly. He begins to look strangely uncomfortable for someone who is so confident. She has other plans. There are only so many strings I can pull. You say other plans like you know what they are. What are they? His eyes kind of trail around. How about uh, we go up to my study? Is that an open invitation to all of us? Of course. Awesome. Although, uh, there's not a whole lot of space, so just please do not knock anything over. I'm sorry? Stay. You, you pay what you break. Yes, please mm-hmm. uh, Ignomus makes his way. As he turns, he regains the uh, confident and assured stance that he had beforehand beginning to come up uh your mother-in-law stands uh at the bottom of the steps putting on a a forced smile as she gestures for you to go up i pay her no mind and walk up the stairs i'll follow okay as you all one by one step up, uh, she does not follow. She stays downstairs. As you begin to head up, uh, Ignomus stands at the door waiting. As you all filter in, he goes ahead and shuts the door behind him. He takes a breath and slumps just slightly. And it's about now that you can kind of see the drained expression across his face. The <clears throat> He's very uh, healthy and a very well-presented gentleman, but even then you can see the slight bags under his eyes just beginning to form. Um, <clears throat> he goes ahead, looks around the room and just says, I don't usually entertain guests in here. There's not many seats, I'm afraid. Uh, apologies. No, no worries. I don't mind standing. Erin will okay. also stand and her wings are tucked in. Trying <laughs> to be careful. And the room is safe to speak freely in for those who are worried of being watched. Yes, indeed. There's a moment of hesitation that quickly passes. He attempts to pull himself back up. The council are in the middle of an altercation, let's say. The 
Sisby. She is attempting to pull as much support as she possibly can for some kind of endeavor. I can only imagine it's a hostile one. Hostile toward who? Unfortunately, I am not aware exactly. However, if I were to hazard a guess, considering the work I've been doing recently, I imagine she wants to start aggressions one way or another. In the cleaner. I'm not entirely sure why. We are in solid protection and trade agreements with the various different banks. Even some by our predecessors, by my family's predecessors, kind of looks towards everyone. Creating scenarios where <clears throat> planes coincide, they coexist, they freely trade, they freely migrate. Slowly but surely, she has been asking for loopholes. And now she's refusing to see anyone. I have to expect and prepare for the worst. What would the worst look like? Well, the aggressions would scale and we would end up reverting back to the Dark Ages, so to speak. We are all relatively civilized. We make our peace. We share our cultures as best we can. To lose this would be great harm on everyone, ourselves included. But I do not think she cares about anything apart from her view of revenge. Or power to never be hurt again. He nods slowly. Why? He turns to uh, Jotra. Have you ever been hurt? Really hurt? You ever had your life taken, changed, without your say-so? No, that was my... As soon as someone takes away your freedom, you want to become powerful enough that that will never happen again, because freedom is important. It is natural for all living things. But when you are as powerful as she is, sometimes that vision can become twisted. If you don't mind me asking, sir, um, we, we've been tasked to take Sisby back to the material plane. Um, it, it sounds to me that that might be a good thing for the rest of the council and yourself. Um, 
but what happens if you know uh, what would happen if she left and would the tree exist? Would it <clears throat> exist? There would be a power vacuum for a while, more than likely. Internalized factions scrambling to go ahead and attempt to weaponize the fear that she has given a lot of the people here in the city, but that will eventually pass. We are good people. We can go ahead and pull the strings with our allies to make sure that we repair any bridges that we have broken. However, I do not wish to delve too much into this scenario, given that I am essentially a politician, but as a living person, I would say this. The entire reason that this all happened was because someone treated her as a means to an end. By you saying you wish to bring her back, you may end up doing the same. Forcing her to come back is one thing, convincing her is another. Well, yes, well, we weren't going to try to, you know, put her in a bag and drag her to the other plane. We're not, you know, Maybe completely we unreasonable. We were trying to... She is a giant magical tree being thing. Would that really work? Do you I'm think not. you are that powerful? No, we are not that powerful yet. No, Easton, I, I do not insult your intelligence. Please forgive me. Oh, I, I know. I know you do not. And you said that she was used as a means to an end. I, the stories I've heard, they've always been that she sacrificed herself, went willingly. Willingly. It's, that's true. I mean, I guess the history I've known isn't exactly correct. Married. No, go on. Married under the rest is not willing. History has a way of being painted with the least amount of blame being given to people. What are you hoping? This is a good question. I mean, who could have? There was a whole council. I'm, I mean, if a, I'm assuming a god, a goddess, couldn't help herself, I don't know what mortals could do. Well, if a powerful being can just win, like, the council's been around for a long time, right? So was the... the, the from why didn't any of them help iterations have been yes and... there a reason other than I don't know where you grew up but Unfortunately, a lot of people will go ahead and forget their morality for the sake of politics. And a lot of the time, morality. who does not have morality? Give it up for politics, you don't actually have it. 
seed. You forget it for a while, conveniently, happens all the time. And a lot of times we will call someone a hero when we want to give ourselves credit for things we do not do to help them. Always watch for who we call heroes. Usually those are the ones we have actually forgotten. I do not know the entire story. Some of this is speculation. I give you the facts that I know, the stories that we know from here. Everything else you will have to ask outside of the story. How, all due respect, sir, uh, how can we do that if, if we can't get an audience with her? Uh, what help would a meeting with the rest of the council do? This is where the next part of the conversation comes in. She is consolidating power. This I have told you. I have also told you that there is a scenario going on in the council currently. They are attempting to vote to bring her to trial. However, some members agree, some do not. As such, we are currently in a bind. What charge? Ironically, abuse of power. Going over the council's head in order to meet her own ends and her own needs. It's all bureaucratic nonsense and technicalities. Political jargon and nonsense. But if that means you get your audience, then you get your audience. What would be the punishment if she is found guilty? Honestly, no one has reached that point for a very long time. Usually they make the wrong enemy and are killed instead. So. That is not an answer. Can the council even do anything? She seems to be more powerful than they have actual power. If she decides to ignore them and just takes over, be powerful enough to do that? There is a stark silence <clears throat> that begins to perforate the room. He nods slowly before saying, I know it is not a direct solution and I apologize for that, but I have done what I can. I appreciate it. We will have to create a strategy for what to say to the council and we should use a warded room to do it, yes? If I may make a suggestion, 
If there is already a schism in the council, perhaps use that to your advantage. Some people are for, some people are against. But there are also individuals that are currently abstaining from the vote. If you can get them onto your side, that will sway the tide. Yes, we just don't know what our side is. In this case, bringing her to trial, at the very least, will allow you an audience. But so with protecting her. If all that she is doing is because she feels unsafe and because she feels that no one has been on her side or helped her, would she not be more likely to listen to us if we helped? If we cause her to be defeated by the council, first, she may just demonstrate her power and disband the council entirely, which she could do. But for sure, she would be no friend of ours at that point. Be doing it to prevent it. I mean, we there's can't... so many good reasons to want power and so many bad reasons to want power that just because somebody wants it doesn't make them necessarily. It usually makes them both. I want to hold on to her being the good spirit that uh, that I learned about so desperately. Oh, I'd love to be able to just convince her to come home. I think I definitely agree with Ishtan. That would be the best way to even start that conversation. More likely to listen to people who want to help. There are multiple ways you can play the situation. This is up to you how you wish to. Personally, if I were in your shoes, I would go ahead and sway the council to at least start the proceedings so that you may have an audience with her. Then, if she sways you, if her cause is just, you can go ahead and defend her. With all due respect, Father, you have more faith in the rule of law than I do. I would be lying if I said that that faith had not been swaying as of late. Hmm. But you do what you are good at. And unfortunately, I am good at talking and persuading. I I should not go to this audience and do what I'm good at. I think that would probably not help us at all. No. No. It all depends on who you stand. No, it's true. True. I I could find a good... I don't know. Uh, so who among us is good at talking and persuading? For just a moment, a slight smile cracks across his face as he says, With my son's blade and your determination, if you went in and did what you were good at, I don't think there would be a council left. There is a light in the smile that she has, like a sort of startled smile with 
you can you can see the poignancy behind it. And she very quickly wipes it off her face. Oh, he did the same. <laughs> he said it, and then just immediately. There's a reason we get along. <laughs> so who who is going to be good at sticking with them? Not, not it. Podcast people were covering our noses with their fingers. <laughs> Those goes. I was going to say, for those of you who are listening rather than watching, they're playing the noses game. <laughs> I just looked, just looked at everyone like, why is everyone putting their things on the nose? What are you guys doing? I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Oh, the last Keep doing it. Do it. Yes. Oh. I mean, as long as give it a try. Yeah, I guess I'll talk. Yeah, I think Aridan and I could take it. I think we could handle it. As long as we get our ideas straight and what we want to convey together, then, uh, but, but Athanos, sir, or Aridan, uh, you're better people, people, than, say, myself. Is there, if there were to be a trial or, or something like that, would there be a discovery period where we could, like, uh, ask for certain things, like journals of maybe jerk? Uh, um, we could get some of those and maybe verify some things that may have happened in the past that could have created precedent for what she did, or anything that, like, records of his that might literally put him in the wrong to put her more in a, a better light in case we were interested in defending her, or things that would disprove what she says, anything like that. Why would they care to let us help? He's honest. It would depend on your interaction with yourselves and the council. <clears throat> I've granted you an audience and I have my name writing on this. And that is all I can offer. Writing in what way, Father? What, what must we do to honor that? You know how it is, Ishten. Even if you do everything right, it takes one person of significant standing to say you didn't like how something was handled for the name to be brought into question. Well then, I'm so sorry to say, I can't think that complicatedly. So, hopefully, they will shut up. Yeah. I hope so, but it is worth a mention. All right, do we want to have a plan to know what side we are going to be on before you go, or do the two of you want to go ask questions and the three of us can give feedback through, you know, the thing where I can talk to Athenos without anybody. You can do what? Oh yes, did I not mention? Yes, that is the thing that I can do. So we can stand aside and have our own like opinions, and then I will be like, "Ah, no, that is not the thing." Didn't mention That's that. So it's cool. Not, it's not, you know, it's just it's something you've always wanted cool. to do. How does it work? Well, you think things, and then the other person hears them. Oh, cool. Are we doing it now? Yes. <laughs> so cool. Okay. I feel like instead of the are we there yet, it's going to be like, are you guys doing it? 
<laughs> we, we've just been subtweeting you all this whole time mentally, like just the whole time. <laughs> okay, but wait. I want to know what Ishan is thinking about you, but like, whoa. Even wait, I can't wait, wait, use the language she's using right now. Wait, wait, hear me out. Hear me out. We actually make these Twitter accounts. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'd be up for that, honestly. That's amazing. Oh, oh no, I, I love it. Anyway, carry on. I'm getting too excited about it. Uh, but like, God, could you imagine drawing like pictures of like Ishtun and Athanos and like, okay, sorry. Here, no. So Ishtun is like, uh, it's Ishtun's full name and then it's at dead Athanos. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely would be his oh, Twitter yes. handle for sure. Oh my god. Yes. Seems like I'm awesome. I deserve respect. I'm great. Look at me. I'm fucking just yes. And then Athos was just yeah, but my booty though. <laughs> yes, yes, your booty. Oh. We like your booty. Everyone likes your booty. It is a very nice booty. Booty booty, yes. booty, 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 rocking Did you see the review in the newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> it clearly it was my butt was Knees wagging. That's what I'm out. Oh man, just imagine his uh, to follow me. Everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The view's amazing. <laughs> follow me. It's a great view. <laughs> oh boy. Can confirm. Oh. oh boy. Okay. So oh, Ignomus goes ahead and takes a breath before uh, grabbing a drink that's been waiting on the side. Uh, he goes ahead and drinks, and as he does so, you can see uh, heavy ink staining across the uh, the bottom of his finger and his hand going down. Um, he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Yeah, he's a lefty. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Mother's a righty. Because I'm a lefty, so why not? <laughs> lefty, see me. <laughs> yeah, um, there's heavy ink staining going down his hand as he goes ahead and takes a drink. He uh, dr uh, puts it back down on the table, <clears throat> lets his uh, shoulders roll slightly as he says, unless there is uh, anything else I can do for you, I have a lot of work to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. He goes ahead and steps forward, opens the door. Oh, one more thing, Father. Just to inform you, I will be sleeping in mine and my husband's room tonight. Very well. I see no issue with this. Hmm. And I... Well, talk to your mother. Thank you, Father. The spare rooms are still open to you. Oh, and uh, one final piece of advice as uh, he's ushering you out. Convincing is good. Manipulation is sometimes useful, but never underestimate the power of the naked truth. 
his eyes kind of scan across the party a little disapprovingly. <laughs> oh, the big... <laughs> that was Ishtin. The rest of the laughter was just me. <laughs> Boy, it is very powerful. Thank you, Father, for the advice. Aridin is stone-faced. Cole is not. Like... I'll pat his shoulder while I walk past him. Ditcher just whispers to Oren, Maybe you made the right choice. <laughs> he doesn't say anything, but he's definitely got that look of, you don't have to deal with your mother. I do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It is true. I kind of just... goes ahead and beckons you out. <laughs> no presses buttons. It's fine. Alright. Alright. You go ahead and head out. There's another respectful nod as the, uh, the door closes. There's a few muffled shuffles as he steps back to his desk. Um, yeah. What are we, uh, what are we feeling? We gotta go ahead and take a rest? Or is there any other business we wanted to do beforehand? I wanna to talk to Aridan a bit. Um, so if everyone's like heading to sleep or something, or just going to rest or something, um, yeah, I'm gonna approach Aridan. Hey, Aridan. Yeah? I'd like to talk to you for a bit. I feel like we haven't talked much at all, actually. That that is true. We have not. I'm just gonna. Where is Eridan right now? Actually, uh, I feel like you probably caught me just like walking back to where my room was, like in the hallway. In that case, I'm gonna just walk up to put I'm around the shoulder and just completely redirect her back to the living room. <laughs> Eridan doesn't resist. She's taken aback though. You kind of get <laughs> tense up a little bit. So, you are pretty damn good in that gladiator fight this morning. Oh, thank you. You are too. I know. I have to <laughs> say, I wasn't expecting what we fought. I don't know what I was expecting. A glowing dragon-like creature was not quite it, though. Yeah, that was, I was definitely going to fight, I thought we were going to fight that yeti, but it killed that yeti, like, almost immediately that was it was a good opening it was a good way to like capture everyone's attention i admit it was probably just like dropped in there as like it's food or something probably yeah but i did want to talk to you about your swords well at least your sword magic i i use my gun primarily and it does it's great, honestly. I did. It, it's. I'm a great shot, as you know. But it's. I would like to test out my sword skills, and maybe incorporate magic. Aridan has a smile on her face. Um. <clears throat> so, what do I do? I need to take you out to dinner. What do I need to do to get you to teach me? I'm sorry, I saw Jen's face and I'm laughing. Jen, Aaron is not laughing, Cole is laughing. 
You went for weapon advice to anybody but Ishtin. You're gonna get it so bad. It's not weapon advice. No, it's it's magic. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no to dinner, but um, you could just ask. Um, I will say if it's about the singing part, I'm a little fuzzy on how I learned it, though. Yeah, you don't memory thing yeah sort of um complicates things i i know what the runes say it's it's celestial could you teach me i could teach you um i have the cipher too that's also um it uses celestial so that might help too well um, teacher i'm a student Erdin is taken aback for a moment. Um, <clears throat> any, uh, yeah, where uh, do you want to go sit in the... I don't know the layout of the house. Is there another study? Oh, <laughs> help! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have the area. You have the area downstairs and you have the first floor and that's the only area you've been to so far. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So you can go ahead and head downstairs into one of the one of the waiting rooms, so to speak. Or there's just someone's room. I don't know if you want to. Where would you like to? Um, she's a little flustered. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Is um Jotra? Is Arden and Jotra in the same room? Oh, I don't know. I... Ooh. Rooms are in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is one for each of you, so that's what's expected, but you have been sharing rooms this entire time, oh, okay. so... It's okay. up to you as to whether you would be together or alone. We just grab one of the empty rooms, I don't think I'd, I want... Um, the in-laws walking in on us with a sword on the ground, I guess, figuring that stuff out. Mm. Might need a little bit of privacy. That's true. At the very least, I don't hurt someone. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll go grab one of the spare rooms. Um, and to get my blade in the house, I cast invisibility on it. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna did Athenos try to hide that he was doing this? Oh, no. Are you going ahead and heading downstairs to grab the weapons then, Erin? Mm-hmm. As okay. nonchalantly as I can. Can you invisible my you... weapon as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> as you head downstairs, uh, Ilsenin is down there just polishing. Uh, <clears throat> just polishing uh, one of the uh, works on the wall, uh, which is very clearly already polished and doesn't need any more cleaning, but is being cleaned anyway. Um, <clears throat> she spots you in the corner of her eye. Just... Um, ah, uh, a word, if you may. 
Both of us? Uh, me? One of you, both of you. It matters not. Might as well go together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Is everything all right? She goes ahead and walks into the uh, the dining room slash where you were before. And mm. just uh, keeps the door open. I give Eridan a, a look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eridan gives the same one back. <laughs> yeah, no, before just, going yeah, in. Follow in. She is sat in the same place she was the first time. Waits for you to step in. Take a seat. She immediately kind of hands out these small uh, cups. Slides one over to you. Uh, both. Just... You are popular. Goes yeah. ahead and slides the kind of pliable material forwards. No! <laughs> yeah, I looked down at it. Oh, shit. What are these? Um, interesting. Do they get any pictures? Do, um, does that happen with other gladiator sort of events in the arena? That part, absolutely. Not the second part. Oh no, Cole can't keep a straight face. <laughs> Weak! Okay. <laughs> I mean, we just beat a beast as apparently the Coliseum champion. We just wanted to have, you know, let loose a little bit. Loose, you clearly were. Is... I take it that's not normal. I don't know where I'm from. It doesn't... I don't know. I don't really care about that kind of thing. I'm going to keep this simple and I'm going to keep this brief. She and my granddaughter, as well as my husband, are the only living memory of my son that I have. You ruin his name. And you'll have far more than Colosseum monsters to worry about. And more importantly, if you ruin her name, you will have more to worry about. Do I make myself clear? So what I'm getting is you're trying to threaten me? Do I make myself clear? Are you trying to threaten me? 
you mess with my family. It's not a threat, it's a promise. Well, we have no intentions of ruining their names. What we do has nothing to do with you. We could walk the fuck out of here again, but naked, and we would not give a shit. You two can do whatever you wish. Oh no, I mean, I'm including Ish in this, because I'm, I'm sure she would. Don't threaten me. Don't try and limit what I've, any of us can do. Because I'm pretty sure from what I've heard about your son, he wouldn't like that. Her eyes narrow straight onto Athenos. Do not speak on matters that you do not know about. You never met him. No. You never know him. Ishin talks about him a lot. Sings his praises a lot. And he seems to be the type of person who's free-spirited, does what he wants. And I think you trying to use his name as an excuse to restrict what we can do goes against what he wanted. eyes narrow more <clears throat> she goes ahead and slips back into her chair a little bit correcting her posture taking a sip from her drink just letting the silence hang for a moment I have said what you needed to say Heard you loud and clear. Not going to change anything. Her eyes break away from yours, Athenos, as they just lock and focus on the drink that she's holding in her hand. Was there anything else you needed? You may be on your way. Thank you. I want to slide a drink back. I usually drink stuff a bit stronger. Anyway, I'm going to go and get my weapon. I'll stand up and walk to you. I follow. Her eyes locking into you. It's just this frustration across her face. She doesn't act, though. So you go ahead and take your leave. You can go ahead and grab your weaponry. Uh, head back inside <clears throat> into the room and you can go ahead and uh, 
teach Celestial, I guess. <laughs> Go ahead and study the runes, what they mean, all of that kind of jazz. You can hear the definitive uh, silence downstairs, where once there were sounds of polishing and cleaning and footsteps, there is now nothing. You can still hear uh, Ignomus in his room. The scratching of uh, quill on paper, the occasional shuffle of chairs and footsteps, but nothing more. Is everybody else doing anything in this time? I'm waiting for Athnos to come back. Um, I am, however, occupying my former room. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, which Athnos where it is, where, knows where it is. I'm waiting for him to come back. Um, I think Oren will actually try to find Istrin. And uh, like he'll kind of peek his head into the room. And, Is it all right if I... Oh, oh. and she looks and... down. Oh, oh, it's you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens. You don't see anything except like <laughs> it was a little bit of red a... hair. Oh. <laughs> you, you see this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, come in. Listen, I uh, kind of wanted to, before we go and talk to the council, just kind of get an idea of a game plan, perhaps. Um, first, I want to thank you for for seeming like we should be sticking up for Sisby. I, I still, in my heart, I, I know that there's something good in her and that... I don't know, the idea of pushing for a trial and then trying to defend her in that trial, it seems like a betrayal before we even meet. I agree. If I were her, I would not see us as allies at that point. But also I meant what I said. The people we call heroes are usually the ones we have forgotten. We need to show her that she is not forgotten and her suffering is not ignored. I trust you that there is more to her than what they say. I believe it. I mean... <laughs> fuck, I think I am a good person, but I'm a shite person. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue. With that, but you know, it does not seem to me like your powers come from a place of evil. Oh, I don't think so either. And I'm just trying to think, ah, trying to wrap my head around maybe what's the best course of action to in talking to the council without actually talking to her. We have to see what they have to say. But to me, it seems the best is to point out to them that she is powerful beyond what they can imagine. And if they try to put her on trial, they might as well be declaring civil war. What is she going to do? Subject herself to their rule? I doubt it. She just escaped one person's rule. She does not want to go under another's. 
So to me, it seems like the best thing to do is convince them that is not strategic at all. That's a very good point. And hey, that's why I came and, and wanted to ask you. You, you've got more of a mind for this type of thing than I. And for I want to think politics. Anything, really. Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I will allow it. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> for the most, for the most part of my ten years, uh, that I wasn't a complete fuck up, uh, getting drunk at the bars and and fucking around. Uh, I was by myself, and uh, the monks they don't really talk all that much. So I feel like just social interactions in general or <laughs> just a wee bit uh, uh, shy. Let me ask Orin. Did you have guidance when you were a child at all? Oh, my parents are fine. They, uh, you know, they, they tried to raise me the best I could. I just couldn't sit still. I just uh, had to go. You seem like someone who always wants to be free, but also always wants to have your parent somewhere behind you. And you seem not to think that you can have both at once. Hmm. I guess I always, always thought that uh, Well, that's, that's an interesting point. When I was growing up, I just always felt like I didn't belong. Like uh, there was always something more for me out there, you know, and, and that's why I left Green Hill and, and I, I went out to Zaren Cart and and I find the monastery. And as much as I clashed with their lifestyle, I did find peace there. And it kind of let me know that, you know, even though being on the move is fun. That it's exciting. Well, sometimes you can just sit and be quiet, and it's that's all right too. When you unmute yourself, which will you choose? Which will you choose when you are done with this? When you have healed the sisters, will you move or stay still? Haven't really thought about it. I guess we'll see. Which do you want? I feel like, especially now that our group has gotten together, we've, I feel like I owe the rest of you in helping me with this. So I'll continue to move. 
with the rest of you, if you'll have me. Oh yes, I assumed you are going to help me. I mean, I'm not going to just help you and then you don't help me back. I mean, that's not what I was suggesting. Uh, but uh, eventually, we will all have done what we set out to do, or we will have not done it, and we will know we will never do it. And then we will have to choose. I know for me and my heart what I want. Do you? I don't think so. That sounds like the story of your life. <laughs> That's pretty sad. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is sad, maybe it is exciting. I don't know, being at war with yourself, sometimes it can make a good story. But you know, I am just saying, you are at war with yourself a lot. Perhaps you need some kind of date hunt sometimes. Or even a treaty. Well, you've certainly given me a lot to think about. And I... Again, I appreciate it. Yes. I still have hope that meeting Sispi will help give you clarity. Even if she is not truly a hero. As do I. Uh, you have yourself a good night. You too. Good night. Stay away from my mother-in-law if you want good dreams. Oh yeah, that woman scares the shite out of me as well. She should. She should. She scares me. Good night. Jotro would have actually gone, um, so Athenos, when you go to pick up both your guns, you notice the broken one is gone. Jotro uh, went to the front door, he picked it up, and then him and Pavasari went outside. And so he's basically, him and Pavasari have gone for like this little, like kind of over to like the side of the house, just kind of like strolling around while he's, and then you see like, uh, Jotro, he's like, he's trying to think and he's trying to concentrate on the gun, but he's, he's like scattered as he's trying to think of all these things at once. Then he, he opens up, he takes a little sip of whiskey and he puts it back down and then um all of a sudden he's like oh and then he starts pulling uh some of the wood uh the, made from the lava tree uh and he's gonna start carving replacement parts um for the gun out of all of this this wood and then if he gets um far enough along he's going to try to test it fired into the air and see what happens okay what judge is gonna do <laughs> Uh, roll a tinkering goes, check for me. A new gunsling has been born. I can feel it. Fifteen plus intelligence. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. You managed to get a working and uh functional prototype uh you go ahead and fire it into the air uh much to the chagrin of the surrounding individuals <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> i was concentrating i forgot 
the majority of them either jumping up back or staring you down uh, as you go ahead and fire this. Um, seems to be okay. Um, isn't a, a fantastic weapon, but certainly a functional one. Jumping off point. I'll head back into the uh, meta find. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that uh, I imagine that you come in after the discussion between uh, Athenos, uh, <clears throat> Athenos Eridin, and the mother-in-law. Uh, Is that a discussion? I don't know if that counts as a discussion. You've I'm been off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been upstairs for a little while now. Uh, as Jotra, you step in. You see her polishing uh, a piece in the welcoming room. Her eyes just kind of dart to you, clearly agitated as they dart back. She ignores your wave, ignores your presence, essentially. Kind of wandering upstairs. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can go ahead and take a long rest. I still wanted to talk to Athenas when he came back. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would have come back. He wouldn't have taken, I don't think we would have stayed for the whole thing, the whole night. So yeah, I would <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> come back. <laughs> and uh, she would definitely be inviting him to sleep in the room that she used to sleep in with the cool stuff on the ceiling, um, yeah. if you wanted. Um, yeah. And there's actually two beds. Uh, there's a little man, a little bitty one, like a kid's size. And then there's bigger size. She took the kid's size. Um, and uh, Athenos, I will not judge who you wish to spend your time with, however you wish to spend it. But I do want to point out that that woman hunted my soul and those of others. I haven't had anyone hunt my soul, but one of my now dead, but once close crew members wanted me dead before he became part of my crew. And he didn't have the luxury of forgetting why he wanted me dead. I don't doubt that that Eridan, I would not have liked her. But this one, at least right now, she seems different. Generally remorseful for the things she can't remember doing. Uh, you're still my hunt, mate. And if I have to choose between you and her, I will choose you, but I'm not going to completely shut her out of our group. I am not asking you to do that. I have not done that. That is not what you are doing tonight, just including her in the group. 
and I will not ask you to choose between me or anyone. But yes, you do not know what it means to have someone hunt you for your soul, especially when you have a child who needs you to live. You don't know. And all I am saying is, if you wish to form a bond with her that is different than the rest of the group, know that I will feel that. I'll keep that in mind. Just tell me so that I can feel safe what you are thinking. If you can, please. All I want is for her and everyone else to feel part of the crew. The Tonight, crew? I honestly just wanted to know more about magic. For the first time in a long time since I've had this power, it doesn't hurt at least as much to use. Now I want to at least be able to use it properly. You could not have come to me with questions about it. Do you know how to make your sword magical? There are many things about magic that I know, and you may have noticed that my husband knew quite a bit, as did I, in knowing him. But like I said, I will not judge. I just ask for you to remember what she did. And tell me, so that I do not have to be afraid. You don't. I took the silence as uh, that's what we wanted to leave it. Apologies. <laughs> Wait, did you not hear me? I said. <laughs> Wait, did did we not hear you? What? Yeah, I just said you you don't have to be afraid. All right, if you say so. any other discussions that need to happen we can go ahead and wrap up a long rest here as you guys go ahead and one by one eventually succumb to fire o'clock <laughs> <laughs> I do think um, I don't know when Jotra goes back to his room but I think Aridin's curled up on the floor of your room uh, Jotra's Pavasari help. I'm just trying to like gently with Pavasari put her on the bed and then uh, take a pillow put it on Pavasari 
<laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right. You go ahead and get some rest in. It's a little unusual. Not quite acclimatized to the nature of the fire plane just yet. Oren, I'd like you to roll a wisdom save for me. Oh, not good. Five. <laughs> All right, no, as a no. monk. That is the okay. worst roll I can do as a halfling. I gotta do. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say, do you get a one? No. It's pretty damn close. <sighs> I mean, with the one you can re-roll at least. <laughs> I can re-roll because I halfling, but nope, just the worst roll I can get. Oh boy. Oh no. Your rest is relatively interrupted. You almost begin to lucid dream. You find yourself awake, but not awake almost staring at a screen, watching events happen before you. You feel your body begin to tense and heat up. You feel yourself almost struggling to breathe as you begin to feel something, not physically, but almost supernaturally beginning to grasp at your throat. You see this image before you. Blurred, but there. Images of where you grew up. Images of where you trained at the monastery. But it's not you. The surroundings are a little different. The people around you are a little different. It's just warped enough that you can't make it out exactly, but you just know you're not looking at yourself. You're not looking at your own experiences. This is something else. <clears throat> you're looking on as you see three pillars of fire erupt. As your vision comes outwards, you can see these pillars beginning to grow and grow and grow and vanish. The entire area goes dark. As your vision pans up to the sky, there's a deep, guttural laugh. Slow and haunting. As the two moons begin to spin, you watch as one by one, the three stars of Vaker go out. as you're plunged into darkness, you find yourself suddenly gripped 
with this fear, this anxiety, this non-understanding. And as you wake up, you jolt awake. You feel your tattoo glowing. A light flame in one hand and in the other, a familiar object. It's the cone, right? Mm-hmm. It sits in your hand. I'm going to look at it. Perhaps it's time to tell them the truth, eh? And I'll put it back into my pocket. As you look across, the word two has appeared. Two as in T-O, not as in the number. Okay, so just T-O, not T-O-O? T-O. Okay. That is the third word that has appeared. Yeah, what about the other words? Are they still there? Mm Mm-hmm. So two, out, and myriad. Okay. That is your events. Everyone else's uh, nights pass relatively unabated. A few un- uh, of you perhaps uncomfortable with your surroundings, but generally okay. You go ahead and it's a little tricky waking up uh, at the same uh time, so to speak, as you fell asleep, the same kind of lighting, the same kind of atmosphere. It's a little jarring. It takes you a little while to adapt, but you can go ahead and slowly kind of acclimatize back to where you were. Uh, You do not hear any footsteps throughout the rest of the house. You do, however, hear the slightest sounds of each other beginning to stir. Strangely enough, the exterior seems quiet as well. Not silent. There are still footsteps and discussions from the outside world. However, it does not seem nearly the same as the hustle of bustle you have encountered the last few days. Ugh. just going to head straight down. Alrighty. Everything's like unnaturally quiet. Uh, in the house, it's very much just sounds like no one's moving. So, none of the sounds of writing or footsteps or polishing downstairs or anything like that. The house is just. There's noise coming from outside, quiet. though. 
like people bustling yeah around. there are still people there are still people talking and moving outside it's just nowhere near the same volume as uh the last couple of days you know that the area is still relatively full of activity and the house itself seems too quiet I wouldn't say too quiet. It's not suspicious, but it's quiet. quiet. Yeah. In that case, I stay in mine and my husband's room, watching the ceiling for as long as I can in the morning. Mm-hmm. I follow Jotra. Okay. Light, but still rifle. To your dismay. There is no coffee. What, what kind of... <laughs> what kind I'm, as... <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, we wake up also to the smell of uh, soup cooking. Uh, <laughs> yes, probably. Yes, indeed. As you enter the kitchen, uh, you can see slabs of the creature you killed in the Colosseum. <laughs> Uh, slowly cooking and brewing away in various different ways. You can see, like, sections of it uh, steaming. You can see little bits of it frying. You can see some of it uh, being, like, slow-cooked. Some of it's been diced. Some of it's been rolled into sausages. Some of it is uh, a soup, and he's just kind of working through all of it at the same time. Um, I feel like that night before we went to sleep, Soup and Ishin probably would have taken all of the like skin pieces and found like the nicest possible courtyard to just leave them hanging so they'll like dry and tar. Just like <laughs> strung around the gazebo and along the veranda. <laughs> mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, as you mentioned that, um, certain sections of the hide begin to dry, ready for tanning. Um, these sections of bioluminescence, however, don't seem to dry out. They seem to stay exactly as they are. So you have some hide ready for working and tanning. Um, as you've gone ahead and left it out. And thanks to it being the fire plane, it's relatively hot. So it's a, a little bit of a faster process here than it would be in the real world. <laughs> dry heat. It's a dry heat. Yeah, exactly. It's a dry heat. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Can't relate. Um, to Arizona. I mean, the fire plane. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Soup is messing around. Uh, you do see that he has managed to grab... Uh, he's managed to grab what appears to be a... Uh, a slightly differently styled chef's hat. You notice that there's one larger one on the side that has clearly been picked up and put back respectfully. And then there is a smaller one, still a little too big for soup, that is currently on his head. Is there any embroidery on it? Like it? A... Um, not that you can see. And he just kind of looks at you in the usual way, just... Hi. 
Which one would you recommend? And he starts pointing to all of the different ones. Sausage for breakfast. I haven't actually tried it yet. Ain't got to oh. that. Is this oh. all the monster we fought yesterday? Not all of it. Kind of, <laughs> he shrugs and just points to his satchel where there's just like still meat kind of just piled into it. <laughs> hey, fuck it, you only, you only live once and he'll grab a sausage and just... <laughs> you notice he he goes ahead and picks up like another slab of meat. Uh puts it down looks at his hands goes ahead and wanders over to the sink washes his hands off then readjusts his hat and goes for another slab I think at this point Athmos waking up probably says smell of Whatever the name of that monster is, frying, and um, yeah, he gets out of bed a little stretch. Ishtin, you want anything? I'm okay, it is quiet here though, no one is cleaning. That is strange. I mean, it's only five o'clock. Oh, I don't know how time works. I, mean, I know it's five o'clock, but still, usually she is up before, like as early as five o'clock, in order to clean. It's strange that it's already five o'clock and she's not cleaning yet. That's um, all I'm saying. It's strange. Just keep your eye out. Oh yeah, um, I probably should have mentioned this. I don't think she's a fan of me. I don't know why. I don't really get I, why. I mean, you seem like the kind of person who she would love. Yeah. Uh, that was sarcasm. <laughs> is it, that, it was true though. What is the the thing that she like pushed towards us with the headlines? Oh, I brought it. On? I took it with me, like ah, as a souvenir. Okay. Yeah. Eric's <laughs> <Aaron was> gonna <laughs> like knock, knock napkins onto it or something. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're in. I think we're still in our room. Yeah, we're still in our room. Yeah. Not, oh, oh, oh! Yeah. I thought you were. Yeah, we're not having a uh, public yeah, conversation. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I just like place the I guess the newspaper or whatever the, the equivalent of a newspaper down like yeah she um talks to me and Eridan about this doesn't seem too happy huh. about it oh really she wasn't I thought maybe she would be overjoyed and like cut this out of the you know paper thing and frame it and put it on the wall I mean if they got some good pictures it would have been good nice a nice thing I, I am a little disappointed that there is no photography yeah. with it but okay so she did not like it so um, apparently it had something to do with like ruining your family name and then she kind of threatened me saying that if I did anything to ruin a family name I'd have more than just a monster to worry about wait what? So I was like are you threatening me? I want to do whatever the fuck I want so don't try it I guess and then for some reason that rubbed her the wrong way <laughs> I'm sorry let me just clarify Bye for a second she threatened you yeah, I mean, she tried anyway. That if you did something she did not like, that she I... would come after you. Yeah. Oh, you know, all of a sudden, I don't feel like staying in bed late. I think 
I'm going to get up and maybe take a tour of the house for a little while, you know, say hi to all of my husband's weapons. It is good to know. Thank you for telling me. You're, you're welcome. I just wanted to give you a heads up, but okay, I guess we're going to do a bit more than just... Oh, we don't have to, but I do. Have fun. You are my huntmate and she threatened you. There are things that I must do when someone does this. I'm definitely not going to stop you. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun to watch. Yes, I was going to say you could come watch if you wish. Somewhere in the distance, there's a tiny little <laughs> goblin mother going, Go, wish to go. <laughs> 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 I head down to get my greaves and my glaive. You very much can. Go ahead and spend it. You're actually getting pretty good at this. You, you yeah, managed right? to cut down. Uh, you managed to cut down the time of being able to put everything on by a few seconds. Uh, yeah. As you head downstairs, um, still no sound. You imagine logically, there's probably no one in the house. Where would she have gone? I don't think she's here. I'll check. Uh, um. Uh, father-in-law's study. Ignavis. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and uh, <clears throat> you head upstairs. You knock. There's no response as you knock on the study door. I'll open the door. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and open it up and uh, you see and hear the slumped, slightly snoring body of Ignomus, just kind of uh, quill still in hand, stretched across the table. Is it unusual for him to fall asleep in a study like this? He's usually very prim and proper. It's usually very much everything needs to be in its place. This is the time I stop working, therefore I stop working. It is time for interactions with wife and bed. <laughs> like, it's very much regimented, kind of. He's very yeah. formal. I'm going to wake him. This is strange. It is not normal at all. I poke him with the end of my glaive. <laughs> Careful not to hook his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Just... Ah, oh, ruined. <laughs> No. <laughs> you go ahead and give him a poke and he slowly kind of brings himself to he looks down <sighs> looking down at the desk he's now noticed that he's uh, spilt a bit of ink across the table he immediately looks to that and just Ah, that is going to leave a stain. <clears throat> what is going on? It is quiet here and you fell asleep in your study. No one is cleaning. Uh, um. Ah, uh, apologies. Oh. <clears throat> kind of takes a quick look around just to survey his scenario. Ah. Uh, I'm sorry, this never happens. I'm usually better at this. Sorry, sorry. Uh, goes ahead and immediately kind of 
starts trying to neaten up the desk as much as he can. Freddy had a glance at what he was writing. There is still quite a large ink stain. Yes. I'm going to try to catch a glance of what he was writing. Okay. And I'll use up my damn disadvantage if I have to roll for it so I can be done with it. <laughs> I was actually going to say that it's uh, he's sleepy and this isn't something he normally does. So he probably blunders enough that you can get at least a quick peek. Um, he appears to be tendering his resignation. But you can see there's multiple copies scratched out or torn up or just kind of underneath another piece of paper underneath another paper and there are probably 20 25 copies it's clearly put a lot of thought into this as he goes ahead and packs everything away, files it into the drawer, tries to clear out what he can. He goes ahead and stands to kind of straightens himself out as much as he can. Uh, apologies, it's uh, <clears throat> bad hosting to not be presentable. Uh, Father, um, or morality or fear or both. just in case. I see. Fair. Do you know where your wife is? Looks a little perplexed at the question. Kind of shakes his head a little bit. And sorry, could you repeat that? Where is mother? I do not know. Is she not downstairs? Not that I saw, but we will look. Awfully strange, okay. Apologies, she has not really left the house much in some time. Occasionally some groceries, but nothing. I don't know. All right. I am sorry that you are in the position to have to think of doing this thing. And she gestures toward the desk. But I need to find my mother-in-law now. I, of course, of course. And I begin storming the halls, going, Mother! Oh, Mother! <laughs> Good morning! Good mother! Hello! Uh, everybody else will hear this. <laughs> <laughs> As Ishtun's going around attempting to get, uh, attempting to get Elsinin's attention. No response. I don't know where she is. This is strange. Maybe she went out for groceries? She does not do this. She uses Instacart. Just <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. oh my god, I'm not muted. 
Uh, it oh, is strange. No. I mean, is there anything we need to be worried about now? Well, no. I was just, you know, excited. Yeah, so I'm not disappointed. Tell. Yeah. Well, we can just get something to eat and maybe hope she comes back in the meantime. I can smell whatever the thing is Sipa's cooking and it smells great. Yes, okay. We will go eat electric water monster food. As Athenos, as you walk in, you see Judge who looks over there. You! I got old and, and he <laughs> and then he like shuffles off to and then you hear just do 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 as he runs back up and down the stairs and he hands you a wooden gun there it'll do it for now try it out tell me what you think we can change it later Ooh, um it wasn't wooden before no it's a prototype yeah i had to use the other thing it's the other crap i need more i had wood made a wood gun try it out i probably shouldn't try it out in dinner at a dinner table but I'll try it out later today. Right, just, just soon. I shot it outside earlier. People gave me mean looks, but it seemed to work so far. So oh, and that was the sound. Okay. He takes the uh, the the tin full of the green balls. I forgot to give you these. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. How many of them mine? Okay. I'm gonna keep these. It's gonna be a little bit fun to use. Did I tell you what they do? I think uh, we can just say you did. <laughs> Perfect. Do you have any coffee? No, coffee doesn't really have much of an effect. Enjoy the gun. He goes back and he's eating the monster sausage, and he's just gonna sit down. And he's gonna like the entire time he's been like just. Not full pouting, but just like disappointedly staring into the middle distance, slightly angry, just mumbling. Morning to you too, Jojo. Yeah, if I walk past Orin, I was like giving her a firm pat on the back, like morning, Orin. Morning. How are you? Have you tried this sausage? No, but I'm definitely going to. I want to try a little bit of everything, actually. That's pretty good. It's like I've got like a plate just stacking every little bit of everything on. How was your night then? Pretty, pretty damn peaceful, actually. It was a step great. The heat does wonders, honestly. I've never felt more comfortable, on it, actually. It would have been even better if I was like on the, just like the sway of a ship to like kind of rock me to sleep. But I mean, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Are you okay, Oren? Yeah, yeah, just uh, you know, a little stressed out about meeting the council and Sispy, and didn't sleep all that well. So it's it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah, that is, I guess that is something to be kind of nervous about. Don't worry, me and everything got this. We can talk ourselves out of anything. I was like, kind of bump Eridan, right? 
Oh, absolutely. No doubt. We should practice doing that more often instead of talking in. We should do that more often. <laughs> hey, I mean, have before you met me, were you able to say that you fought a water lightning monster? No. See, you're welcome. I gave you a story to tell. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no coffee. Can't function. <laughs> Do you have no more in your pack? I thought you generally keep it on you unless you ran out. <laughs> Does Judge know whether his coffee dash would no reason why it wouldn't oh that's a good point and then he disappears into his room back downstairs with a giant cup of coffee oh oh it works here oh thank god what? why why wouldn't it Shh. and he's just gonna be like walk a around the thing. house <laughs> looking at the art on the, on the wall and sipping his coffee all right now to self stock up on coffee got it <laughs> Just imagine that Jotra has that like that mug that's like not now, not now. <laughs> Wait for it. Now you can speak. Yes. <laughs> and and it's also like one of those giant soup mugs. It's not a <laughs> it's like a big mug. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. not a coffee mug, it is a soup mug. Yeah. Just a bucket in the size of his head. Just... <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh okay. Soup uh, during this time has been bringing you out food. Um, it, it's it's food. Some of it has cooked fantastically. Some of it really has not. Um, you watch as uh, Soup checks the reactions of everyone as they eat the various different delicacies, and then starts scribbling in his little uh, his little notebook. Nope, you go down well. Uh, the oh. the fried stuff is a bit. I don't know. I feel like it's missing something, right? Ishin, do you do you agree? It doesn't. Things a bit too tangy, maybe. I mean, I'm not used to eating cooked foods anyway, so it is a little overcooked for my taste. But that is also because it is not wiggling. But if you added sugar, it would little thing to it kind of bring out. He. Waits for a moment, checking everything, and then just goes. Mm. I think the sausages are the best. And you, uh, you, you watch as he like he picks up the sausages. You can kind of tell that they are um, the tendril sections that have kind of been wrapped in another section of the meat, and have then been uh, made that way. <laughs> and uh, cooked, and they actually taste all right. They're a bit chewy. It's a bit weird kind of having this uh, slightly meaty and then like fishy in the center. But once you get used to it, it's all right. It's not too bad. I like having- uh, Anything tastes good. Lightly <laughs> fishy in the center sounds fantastic. I had um, crab stuffed chicken. It's kind of like that. I would massively it would be it. better if it was crab stuffed crab. 
Here's crab with another crab. It's a different crab. It was another crab. Mix up the flavor. Some more crab inside the crab. Yes, it needs crab stuffing. Also, a crab crust. Little crab on top. Shell. Oh God, is it like fondant? But it's on a bed of crab. Exactly. My wife's oh, from God. Baltimore. This is like her dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay. Yeah. You can go ahead and have your breakfast, have this discussion. Um, yeah. Uh, even throughout this time, apart from the slight shuffling of footsteps you hear upstairs exiting the, the, uh, the study and heading into a different room, uh, you do not hear anything else throughout the house. I want to go up and investigate her bedroom. I don't know if they sleep in the same bedroom, but I'm going to go look. Um, yes and no. They have a shared room, and then they have two separate rooms, because uh, I feel like they're that kind of couple. Yeah, uh, but I think like, so. So like, I'm going to investigate. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to investigate her, or you snore. Um, many of us have been there. I'm gonna investigate her room and then their room. As you step inside uh, this room for probably the first time in a long time or ever, depending on. uh, Yeah. Um, You can see tons of drawings and outfits that are far too small and certain objects that just look to anyone else they would be drunk uh just complete junk sorry but to you you can see all of these essentially baby clothes and random moments of childhoods scattered much more clumsily across the wall in this room. This room isn't neat. This room isn't tidy. This is... I have crammed as much into this room as I can kind of thing. Are they all Ilyavis or are some of them um, Ilyanine? You see uh, it is mostly Ilyavis. However, you do see a few objects that <laughs> very specific you see a few objects that you know she brought over to grandma's to visit and then all of a sudden when you went home that object had magically vanished uh, uh-huh. never to be found again hmm. uh you see a few of those objects and you can even point them out you're kind of like oh i remember when she bought that Oh, so that's where that went. Mm-hmm. There's a few of those also scattered, but they're not. The important part is they're not segregated. No. They're mixed in between uh, the various different pieces. Is the bed warm? Has it been slept in? Uh, the bed has definitely been slept in. Um, it's still a little warm, but not massively so. It's just warm enough that you'd be able to tell. Um, the bed is made, everything seems to be in order. Um, the usual uh, heavy amount of jewelry that she wears is missing. 
as if she was dressed. Exactly. Anything in the other room? Uh, you can go ahead and scan across their joint room as well. Um, this one doesn't look like it's seen use in at least a few days, but uh, there's nothing of note in there either. Right. I'll rejoin the group. Okay. So, what's the plan? We go meet the council and you charm them. Charm them into what, exactly? Oh, yeah. We're against the trial, right? Warren? I, I think that we should try to convince them that uh, trying to maybe the trial or or waging some kind of war against Isby might be the worst case scenario and uh, perhaps allowing them to grant us an audience with her. Sounds good to me. I think we can get that done. Do they have the power to do that? Or can she just say, no, thank you? I I don't know. I mean... I really don't know. What do we say about why they should listen to us? We don't come across, you know, as diplomats. Or we important people. Sent by her sisters. Mm. Oh, these are nice fancy words. We were sent by her sister. And you have, you know, that tattoo, so we don't seem like we are lying. Or at least there is a little proof we aren't. Certainly work that angle. I guess I don't mind coming with you. Uh, I'll do some of the talking, I guess. I, I guess I, uh, I feel like I should. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know a lot more about Sisby than I do. I, any of us do, actually. Oy. I'll be right behind you. You won't be alone. I will help make you look like you are an emissary. I will be a diplomatic bodyguard. I may have some experience with this. So we, we should just all go then, instead of doing the split party thing. Is anyone else going to be in a service position? Because they will look more like they are important if they have people working for them. Yes. I, I could be your scribe. And then Jojo pulls out like his book and he, he, he looks down and he kind of like un, starts to unhitch his breastplate. And then just gives him his regular clothes where he looks kind of like a clerk anyway. <laughs> so, and then he, so he puts that back and then he's like... And he takes off his shoulder plaid and shield and like all of his his stuff that is that indicates like he has any tech or whatsoever. And once once he's down to it, he's just kind of just this little gnome in almost a suit, well, just without a jacket. He <laughs> okay, I'll be your scribe. Um, oh, and he goes over uh, to his uh, his pack and he pulls out um so, like it just he starts he shaves just a little bit of wood and carves it into like as close as he can to the tree real quick. 
and then puts it on his uh, his shirt. Badges! <laughs> and he starts going, he starts just making more and hands them out. <laughs> do I have any, like, red tunics? Can I do something that will make it look, like, at least almost tattered-like? Or, I don't know, curtains I don't like here? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you probably kept some outfits here from your time, especially in your room. Yes. Uh, there's probably some outfits, some stay-over mm -hmm. ones. Uh, Especially with a little kid, puke is a thing. So yeah. you're, you're showing you have plenty of backups. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, you probably have okay. some old outfits stashed away. Um, I'm going to try to make it up to look like an honor guard uniform somehow. Just a little bit from a distance if they don't squint too hard. <laughs> dressing up? Is that a thing we're doing? I can help with stitches. If I don't have want... much more than my gi. Uh, should I try? No, you, you have your traditional ceremonial, ceremonial dress. There you go. All right, I guess. Yeah. Usually, My dress is also ceremonial. I don't no. have any other clothes. So this is best uh, I got. It's okay, you got a badge. Does does do your clothes look appropriate for this, Aridin? Or do they look weird? Or they look casual. I don't think they're like. All right, all right. Um, Come on in. Let us see. Let us see. I was a little smaller back then um so let me just see and i start going through my closet seeing if i can find something fitting that looks a little more formal <laughs> oh yeah you definitely can hopefully in red since that's the tree color but here yeah. we go and we will put the badge and it, does, it looks pretty good on you it's not so bad so it's okay. is it backless no but we can you know do stuff about this okay Butcher pokes his head in. Does he have any size coats? They they would have things like you know balloons and puppies on them. Oh yeah, because I'm a, yep yep okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not really appropriate. Um, but yes, I mean Athanos. Generally, when you are an emissary, you are important, and you show up with people whose job it is mainly to make you look important. I don't have any other clothes unless you want me to wear my satin PJs. They are pretty. They belong to someone important at one point. No, no, you could be one of the emissaries. So I don't need to? I don't know. Wear what I... you want. I'm just explaining to you how it works. I'm really not good at this kind of stuff. We just usually just wear what we want. If you want to look, seem important, just shoot the person that's... Also know, important. Just tuck in your your shirt, you know, make it just dress okay. up with your. <laughs> just tucks Do in the I shirt. Do I have any of Ilyavis's old clothes here? Yeah, he definitely would have left. Uh, similar to you, he would have left a, a stash here. I will bring one out, and just quietly hand it over to Athanas. Okay, I'll, I mean, he had a decent, decent sense of style, so I don't mind wearing this. You are not very alike, but in this, you are. I, I, I guess I get changed. What does it look like? <laughs> I think it's like a tunic similar to the kind of thing that um, uh, Ishin wears, only like cut a little bit differently. So it's like leggings and a tunic. 
um, that kind of comes down the legs a little bit like a, almost like a tavern. Yeah, these aren't like, these aren't super fancy gloves. Yeah. They, they are, you're not getting like dresses and suits and all that kind of thing. They're very much just functional. They, I feel like Iliavis's uh, dress sense is very much like his work. There's an elegance and simplicity. So it's very simple. It's very nice, um, very well fitting not really over the top not really embroidered but it just looks nice it's as i say there's something nice about it being so plain we wore it to a fancy party once that one and the one i wear that matches it so it is good that it's worn again try not to get too much blood on it i never want to get blood on what i'm wearing it just tends to happen is Honestly, very upsetting. Yes, no, it would it would be extra upsetting, this one. Yeah, so I'll try. try. You know, do your best. I know you don't really have a lot of control over it. Yeah. All right. Everyone looks relatively, uh, not really fancy, but presentable, we'll say. Um, as you go ahead and gather yourselves up, get this sorted, uh, Soup kind of takes a look over himself, shrugs, and just carries <laughs> carries on. Uh, goes ahead and actually uh, heads to the front to grab his gear. Can I take my tie off? Put it on Soup. Yeah, you yes. definitely can. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> Looks even a little weird. He's wearing his leather. <laughs> And then just a tie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Nods. God. And, uh, yes. I imagine like it's uh it's not a tie tie. It's like a bow tie. That's what yeah, I have like, in my like head. Like one of the like stringier bow ties. Bow ties are cool. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bow ties. Yeah. <laughs> fez is out too. Is that fez? I want a fez. <laughs> you can go ahead and collect your gear. Unless there's anything else we want to do in the house, we can go ahead and head off and head onwards. All right. You can go ahead and get yourself sorted. Um, Ishtin. Yes. You know that the council chambers are at the very center of the super city. You know that this is very freaking far away. So you imagine it's probably going to be better in this instance to take one of the local teleportation circles. Uh, there's a few of them dotted around uh, <clears throat> the city itself in order to cut down on travel time, essentially. Um, it's nothing dramatic, nothing massively fancy. You go ahead and step over the room, acti- the rune activates, and as you take your next step, you appear wherever you were desiring to go. Nice, quick, simple, and to the point. Oh no, we end up in the gadget up here again. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Um, As you step through, you enter into the innermost ring of the super city. The first thing you notice is the large, almost dome-like structure with a single wide pillar coming up. Outwards, um, 
to then come back in and point towards the top. This building is large and definitely the most regal building in the plane. The metal itself almost seems to reflect any light uh, in the general area. It is clean, it is shiny, it is glistening. It is surrounded by many guards of many different races, actively patrolling, even within a few yards of each other in some spaces. There is this wide open courtyard filled with various flora and fauna from various different places around both the world and the plains. Items and objects and living things that do not fit in the fire plane are kept alive in this small area by the people that tend to it. As you begin to get a, uh, take a few steps forward, you are, or at least you feel like you're being watched. You can feel the eyes of the guards staring at you, not maliciously, but focused on making sure their job is done right. Surprisingly, for such a regal building, the doors are relatively small as you come up close. Not much bigger than a regular set of double doors you go ahead and step through. When you step inside, it's almost like a Victorian-esque theatre. There is a section with a table where you would expect a stage. And thousands and thousands of seats surrounding, like an amphitheater. The building itself is very well kept inside, just as it is outside. Metal, stone, marble, and other such, uh, both ores and stones, creating this huge regal space. As you look up, the ceiling travels up and up and up. You see on the roof itself a recent addition to this building. <clears throat> a beautiful piece of artwork that seems to depict the canopy that now sits above the fireplane and has done for quite a while now. Even though you can see the, the fact that this building has been around for a while, um, just by the materials and construction it's made out of. Looking at this painting, you can see a few recent additions. A few new figures painted on the very end. And you do see the addition of a familiar name that you've heard before. Um, the demon that was felled by Sisby. The likeness is spread across a little section of the painting. As you go back, you can see more individuals with various different names attached. You imagine this is a muriel of some kind. <clears throat> As you take a few steps forward, taking in the surroundings, you also notice 
a very, very, very heavy amount of guards around you. One individual steps forward. A low, overly dramatic bow. Um, yes, um, the, uh, gentleman Ignomis said the, to expect some strange visitors. I assume you are them? That's correct. All right. Proceedings will start in 15 minutes. Um, no, uh, members of the public today, I'm afraid, although... That might help you in this case, as opposed to hinder. It depends on whether you like the spotlight. Um, talking too much. Sorry. Uh, yes. Um, refreshments. Sure. That sounds lovely. Wonderful. What's the strongest thing you have? Yeah. What do they got? Um, turns, like looks around, um, him, he goes <laughs> ahead and points over to one of the bulkier guards. Okay, but is he cute? He's pretty attractive. He's got a really nice jawline. I'm gonna wink at him. Like, He's got a really hey. nice jawline. <laughs> Uh, he is a uh, <laughs> he's a fire genasi individual that's relatively bulky, um, dark skin, long hair, um, the kind of stops uh, just by his shoulders, and they've been deliberately kind of sections of it have been braided and been pulled back, and yeah, he's quite nice. He's got a nice jawline. Kind of winks uh, as, as you wink uh, to him. He's a little confused for a second and then winks back. Not what I meant, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> I approve. He doesn't understand. He's just, he's just <laughs> seen someone just look at him and say, oh, okay. What just happened? <laughs> it is called flirting, Chotra. You will learn more about it over time. But... Oh? Oh. 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 I don't think I understand. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I um, am very much standing to the back, sticking near Orin's side, like you know, just a few steps into the side of him with my glaive and I'm always holding it essentially at attention. Like I am very much taking on that honor guard demeanor for the most part. So I broke yeah. just for a bit to, to rag on them, but then I'm right back in and just very <laughs> serious face for the most part. Seeing that Jutra would flank you on the other side, um, but just like one step back with uh, like um, basically a, a book, almost clipboard, like uh, with a, a quill and everything ready to uh, take notes at any point. Yeah, I think Airden would be on the other side too. Or Orn's trying to stand as tall as he can with his chest kind of out, but uh, you're doing so good. Just, I mean, as tall as he can, you know, three feet. <laughs> I, mean, I guess Athos is up front. He's not looking, despite what he's wearing, he's just holding himself very casually. Uh huh. Okay. 
some time passes, the attendant uh, comes up again. Um, yes, we're ready for you. Uh, go ahead and uh, get you sorted. He seems to be not skittish, but uncomfortable. Seems to be stammering over his words a little bit. He goes ahead and leads you on. Takes you around the outside and through the back, just like a theatre, almost as if you were entering on the stage that way. It's a little odd. As he comes up, he seems to deliberately uh, point out your seats and then wait. Um, almost as if he's waiting for some kind of applause or reaction. And uh, Ishtin, you would know this. These are more public events, even though the council uh, very much is the one making decisions, although they are the one in power. It's kind of like a wrestling match. It's like, you know what's going to happen, but you go anyway because it's fun to yell at people. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's politics. Exactly. You go ahead and take your seats. I stand behind Orin. I'm also behind Orin. All right. I take a seat. <laughs> I guess I'll sit Orin. down. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Orin did, might take a seat. <laughs> And as you go ahead and get yourselves comfortable, almost dramatically, uh, as everything else is in this room, the curtain in front of you opens up. And again, there's a pause, almost as if you're expecting some kind of cheer or applause as the Council of Jahad Baal sits before you. And that's a good place to wrap up as we go ahead and get this uh, story of political nonsense started. Oh, boy. Political nonsense hey. in the fireplace, because why not? I can't <laughs> wait. I love political intrigue. Let's do let it. me just get, let me get straight. If we kill one of them, we become part of country. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then they can vote you off the island, and it's a little... Okay, but they're mm -hmm. just saying there's six of us and there's six of them. Just saying. We could just become the council. Just take over the fire plane and then we this, can do whatever the hell we want. Uh, the, we are in public. This, this is what we call a hostile takeover. <laughs> the most literal kind. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you for sticking around, folks. Uh, we're going to go ahead and run the horn here and just get everybody to say hello. Who are you? And uh, plug anything you want to plug. Uh, gonna start with. Gonna start with uh, Drak. Oh, okay, I thought we were gonna start somewhere. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hi, I'm Drak or Draconics. Um, yeah, today I was playing your. I don't know. Tolerable Yuanti <laughs> Warlock Pirate. Um, you can catch me here every Monday, um, 6 pm PST, playing that same character. Um, you can catch me. Once every month, over on Super Idols RPG, playing my magical idol boy, Jason Lotz. His debut episode came out two days ago, actually. It was great. <laughs> A lot of people loved his character and it made me very happy. Um, uh, oh, what else? In, on the 22nd of eight, um, August, 
I'm going to be in an Emberwind campaign over on Valgrant with Cole. It's going to be it's going to be great. If you've seen Cole's art, that is actually uh, I don't know if I could. I mean, I technically just gave it away by mentioning it. That's that's the, okay. the idea behind Cole's character. And mine, hopefully, maybe when they have time, be coming out soon as well. Um, oh, what else? On Wednesday, I'm going to be playing um, Kayon, my time-traveling lizard alien over on Rule of Law. Because I'm, st I'm still guessing there. There's been a lot of technical difficulties, so <laughs> we've had to shift that a bit. Um, there's other stuff that I'm in. Cannot remember all of them. So just follow me on Twitter at Draconics, D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S for any more updates, because I'm in way too many stuff. And I need to cut back. <laughs> You're muted, Jen. <laughs> Too many are just enough, or maybe not enough. Um, no, I think I'm, I've reached the point of too many now. Like, I've generally just reached the point where I just don't have enough time. What do I do with all these games? <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic to see you succeed, sir. Um, uh, please also sleep. Yeah, okay, I'm going to right Very after true. this. <laughs> uh, Ty. Hi everybody, Ty, uh, Hitchhiker of the Mind. Uh, you can catch me tomorrow DMing my own game at twitch.tv slash Hitchhiker of the Mind. Uh, we've got this really cool kind of thing that's going to, uh, one of my players is changing uh, characters, and so it's going to be a really cool, fun reveal of what happens with that, I hope. Other than that, I'm going to screw it up. It's going to be terrible. It should be a train wreck either way. You should have come and watch. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday, you can catch me on Featherfall Tabletop. I play Brad Heitstagger. He is uh, my glaive-wielding um, fighter. He is a uh, Fire Ganassi Echo Knight uh, who is fun as hell to play. Uh, and then other than that, uh, I don't have a whole ton coming up. Uh, but you always always be working on the uh, Demon Emporium. So if you want to hit, us, hit me up there, because uh, I'll be, you know, me <laughs> and then uh other than that uh, uh you're all beautiful wonderful lovely and uh catch you next month beautiful all right uh, adam hello i am adam you can catch me at adam hardy vo on twitter and instagram um i do most of the post production uh for the mind and the martyr uh so check out our youtube and also check out our podcast uh which is available on pretty much like all the things uh like apple Podcasts, google play podcast uh anchor um geez, spotify <laughs> it's all over the place um check it out uh, i am a little behind and i apologize uh but i plan to get caught back up very soon um but uh yeah i add music and sound effects to our games so uh it's a lot of fun to do and uh, i hope you guys enjoy it when when you check it out the thing that came into my head was uh <clears throat> oh it's on uh it's on uh, Spotify, it's on Apple Podcast, it'll be on your toaster, it'll be on... <laughs> it's just going to be like random household appliances. It may already uh, be on oh your refrigerator. Oh my god. Wait, we should, it should be like a little, a little promo blur, but it's like the old, the old Spice commercials. Does anyone remember those weird ones? Like, oh, and now I'm on yeah. <laughs> Look at your man. Look back at me. I'm on a horse. Yeah, yes. that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's on, right. it's on Spotify, it's on podcasts, it's on your toaster. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a centaur now. <laughs> yes. All right, Jeff. 
uh, you can find me on Twitter at Quixote Jen, Q-U-I-X-O-T-E-J-E-N, one N, not two. Um, you can find me tomorrow. I'm going to be interviewing uh, the lovely Banana Chan, who is one of the two creators of Jiangshi, which is a game that's in Kickstarter uh, phase right now. Um, they're funded, but they've got a lot of stretch goals. I'm actually going to link in the chat. Look, y'all, I was so daring and I did a link. Yeah. It looks so cool. It's a game about um, Chinese ca Canadian or Chinese American um, families, kind of pick where, um, who run a restaurant and try not to get turned into ghosts um, or haunted by them. Um, and it's just really cool. It's really um, well thought out, really um, interested in, in sharing history that not a lot of people pay a lot of attention to and intergenerational stories, which we almost never see um, in any kind of gaming. So. I'm super excited to talk to uh, to talk to them and to talk to them about their inspiration. And that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow at 6, 6 to 7. Um, and then on Wednesday, you can see me on Encounter Roleplay um, from 12 to 3, premiering our four-shot uh, Dark Matter campaign, um, where I'm going to be playing. So I am a sort of a swashbuckling kind of character, but in space. So we decided that I'm a swashtronaut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might be speaking with like a Appalachian accent because I come from a planet that's just sort of in the middle of nowhere. So I'm sort of a, like a Appalachian pirate kind of guy. So that's what's going to be happening on Wednesday. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a cool, positive group of people. Um, I just, I'm so excited having met them. Like they're just going to be so fun to spend, you know, four sessions with. Um, I'm already Hell sad yeah. for when I don't get to play with them. <laughs> so. Aw, that's always Aww. the best. Yeah. yeah. Also the so. best though, because like, you like that group so much. Yeah, exactly. So. It's like, hey, anyway. let me rope you into something else. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's you never get in anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this absolutely. is a four shot, so we just get to bond enough mm -hmm. and then be like mm -hmm. and then you're gone and it's like yeah. oh yeah and a week later hey who wants to do a campaign yeah, exactly <laughs> but, but then mid-september um yeah. i and a few other people including um are gonna be starting a monster hearts campaign and it's gonna be oh yes and awesome. oh yes and i'm really excited it's a really great group of people um it's my first time gming uh campaign on stream like i've gm'd one shots yeah. but never campaigns on stream so that'll be and it's gonna be great i love monster hearts okay. so jen's an amazing gm great. so it's gonna be they awesome really are. exactly so true and it's on monster hearts the system <laughs> that like yes yeah, jen just excels at monster hearts they are well, very you know good what's just... funny about that is that those kinds of systems what you do is you pick good players and then you just sit back and watch them <laughs> that's really literally like, what i do with my uh literally yeah. what i do with this show half the time just like, oh you're all awesome yeah go <laughs> yeah the secret all of good right. gming is to know when to shut up <laughs> so. pretty much it's like oh yeah. i'm just gonna let this happen now uh yeah cool uh hi howdy bye i'm cole you can find me at cole moriel on twitter um oh boy um, I'll be in chat tomorrow for the interview, so you should definitely come watch that because I'm super excited for it and it's going to be great. And um, yes, uh, Drac already mentioned, but I'm going to be in an Emberwind campaign 
and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be playing a spider boy. It's going to be interesting. Um, and in a few weeks, I will also be on Encounter Roleplay, and I'm, uh, uh, I got distracted by chat. Um, you should, uh, that campaign's going to be on Valdrian's channel. Okay. Um, and then um, Encounter Roleplay, I'm going to be playing Monster of the Week um, in a few weeks. I'm really excited. I haven't played it before. Um, you should also keep an eye on the forward Twitter because Monster Hearts art and pretty things. And I am nothing if not a goblin who makes things pretty. So. <laughs> I really like my pretty shinies. I do, I do. <laughs> That's me. I'm so overtired, so uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you to the cast. They have been awesome as always. Uh, I'm Ray, you can find me at Bearded, Bearded? Bearded, good job. Bearded, Bearded, Bearded Bear Max. Bearded, uh, yeah, Bearded Bear Max on Twitter. Um, you can find me in our Discord server if you're looking for a cool place to hang out, share some stuff, um, just have a general space to make new friends, go ahead and jump into our Discord server. Um, other than that, I'm appearing uh, Wednesdays in uh, Transient's uh, cult campaign, which has been very, very fun so far. Um, the first arc is actually centering around my character. So we are very much in uh, an old city, uh, well, an old town that was created by a cult leader and then quickly escalated and went out of control and is now relatively uh, out of touch with the rest of civilization. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when my poor character stumbles back into hell, essentially. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's a blast. I can go wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, you can catch me on uh, Tuesdays in the Gods We Know playing uh, Tobias, apart from tomorrow, where we have the wonderful interview that you should definitely come and check out. It's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, I do have a whole bunch of other stuff in the works, but I will go ahead and bring that up a little bit closer to the time. Other than that, unless anyone else has anything else they want to say, I think we can go ahead and wrap up here. Thank you to our sponsors, So Nerdware and DM Emporium, and make sure to stick around uh, after the credits. Uh, we'll probably go ahead and raid somebody. Yeah, did we pick? I don't think uh, we did pick. I think so. Uh, we did not. Um, uh, Hyper RPG is up. I don't think we have rated them just yet. Let's do that then. Mm -hmm. I'll need somebody else to do it. I'm not currently logged in, so just backslash rate That's put in there, okay. and uh, I will I will poke I will, I will I will let you know when to to hit that. But for now, uh, we will be playing credits uh, just because we make sure everyone to get every their proper credit. And that's what credits are for. So uh, we'll be running the credits, but hang out because we're gonna do a, a wonderful raid. Uh, we will uh, let Ray give his <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, cheers, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Keep safe and keep moving forward. And now a word from a paladin. Hello there, citizen. Just a reminder that if you're enjoying this podcast, the lawful good thing to do would be to leave a five-star rating. Also to check out their other content online at twitch.tv slash friends who roll dice.